The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. In these winter months, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. This is Cruise Radio, a special edition, Costa Concordia, Tragedy in the Mediterranean. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out our website at cruiseradio.net. First, we'd like to welcome aboard a new affiliate to Cruise Radio, the Overseas Radio Network. Very, very happy to be a part of their network. On this show, two, not one, but two maritime attorneys. We'll have Jerry Hamilton and a return guest, Jim Walker. And we'll have Bob Umdenstock from the Resolve Marine Group. But first, Stuart, you're on the cruise guy. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Hey, man. All right, Stuart, as of right now, Monday night, January 23rd, what's the number of confirmed deaths and missing? Well, last we heard, it's actually, unfortunately, up to 15, and as far as uh, unfound, you know, missing at this point, it's still over 20. This, this unregistered passenger thing, what exactly is that? Well, they're claiming that there were passengers that were on board the ship that should not have been. And, you know, I've never, I mean, I don't know, they call them stowaways? Mm-hmm. How do you, you know, how does an unregistered passenger get on the ship? Where were they going to stay? I mean, something doesn't make sense. The reason why... They're bringing this to light now is that apparently one of the passengers, one of the people that they found was not on any of the passenger lists or the crew lists, and they just don't know who this person was. So they're assuming that there may have been more. Hmm. There's been stories of Costa Cruises offering passengers a 30% future cruise discount. Is this offer accurate? Well, unfortunately, uh, Doug that, and Matt, that this, this, is, this tends to be the case when one media outlet blows a story that they all grapple on, you know, the other guys kind of grapple on without verifying their facts. And the reality is, is that Costa did not offer 30% discount, offer future cruise to the survivors of the Costa Concordia sailing from January 13th. What was offered, the 30%, were for people that were booked on future sailings. So if you were booked on a May 31st sailing, just as an example, or a February 25th sailing, Costa is giving you a full refund of your money, and they're also going to give you a 30% future cruise discount to rebook on Costa. The 30% has absolutely nothing to do with any offer made to the passengers that sailed on the ill-fated Costa Concordia that uh, wrecked on, uh, off the coast of Italy. So what is Costa offering the Concordia passengers that were on the ship when it sank? They are offering, as you've seen, a full refund of the full cost of their cruise, either directly or through their travel agency. They're going to reimburse all of their travel expenses incurred both reaching the port of embarkation and on the way home. And so that includes anyone that has booked, whether you booked it with Costa or you did it on your own, they're going to be covering those expenses. They're going to cover any independent arrangements made for their transfers. They're going to cover all the, their onboard expenses, so that will all be refunded. Any credit card charges will be credited back to their account. Cash deposits will be refunded. And cost is going to reimburse any medical expenses incurred as a result of the incident. 
and every effort will be made to return their valuables that they left in the cabin safe. Not to mention, the owner of Carnival Corp, Mickey Arison, has personally assured that everything's going to be taken care of, right? Yes. I mean, he has he stayed, stated that on a, on a couple of occasions. But what's recently happened is you've had, you know, as, as we just talked about, you had media outlets that are just thinking that, you know, they're, they're pouring, you know, salt into the wound by offering these people that just came off this horrific experience a 30% uh, discount off of a future cruise, and that 30% has nothing to do with them. I mean, who in the right mind would make such a, a horrible uh, offer? And it's just amazing that so many media outlets have grappled onto this non-story and just totally blew it. Costa Concordia's captain's now claiming Costa encouraged maneuvers like the one he performed. Is this true? Well, I, I find it hard to believe. Now, they have said that they have permitted this in the past, provided that they follow a safe route. But not encouraged. No, come on. I mean, you know, what, what are they, you know, I mean, there, there's an island off the coast of Italy. They've sailed past it, you know, 52 times a year. There's no reason that they need to sound off to an island with only 1,500 people. Now, how in the world, would, you know, using common sense, would that be able to help, you know, tourism? You know, they don't need to toot their horn. People are still going to be able to, to see the ship, and they see, the, they see ships going by the island all the time. So it's completely preposterous. And, you know, look, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, maybe tomorrow that we're going to hear that it's Al Gore's fault. Uh, it was it was <laughs> actually caused by global warming. Yep. All right, very good. Thank you, Stuart, as always. Hey, my pleasure. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or best? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. Have a question for the experts? Or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. With us is Bob Umdenstock with Resolve Marine Group down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, they specialize in marine salvage, wreck removal, and cargo and fuel recovery from maritime accidents. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Bob. Good evening. In your opinion, Bob, what's your main concern regarding the Concordia, uh, specifically in the, uh, the environment, like um, leaking fuel or the ship falling deeper into the water? 
Well, you know, the, the progression through these things is always the same. It starts with uh, concern for uh, safety of life and then recovery of bodies, which is a phase we've been watching unfold the last uh, week or so, um, always with the concern that uh, the environment's protected. And uh, it's been fortuitous that uh, no oil is leaked out of the ship yet. Right. I think that's the next order of business. Right. And I believe that's already started as of today. The ship is basically laying on its side on a 90-degree angle. So how does the ship get uprighted, and what kind of technique is used? Well, you know, bringing it upright, uh, a ship upright, sometimes can be as simple as uh, what we call selectively ballasting it, uh, adding weight to one side, taking weight off the other. The ship will, will roll. Um, in this case, it's a pretty extreme list, and there's a lot of damage I don't think it's been quite so straightforward. I would expect that they're going to have to exert some external forces uh, in addition to selectively ballasting. Parbuckling is simply uh, uh, rolling a ship, purposely rolling a ship uh, from the upright position normally, usually to a, uh, you know, away from vertical. Um, sailors have done it for a long time, uh, bringing a ship onto the beach, for example, in and rolling it on its side, in which case they call it careening. They used yeah. to do that to clean the hulls. Now, in this case, we're, we've already got a ship on its side, so we want to roll it upright. And we do that by, uh, in this case, having to exert external forces on the hull to uh, do two things. One is to induce the rolling, and the other is to uh, keep it under control. We don't want to roll all the way, the, you know, go through vertical and keep on rolling. Can a ship that's experienced this much damage, uh, can that even be repaired or will it be sold as scrap or what? Well, I think uh, it's hard to say what will happen to it. Uh, from the owner's point of view, it probably is a total loss. Uh, it certainly can be patched and it may have to be in order to be floated away. Um, whether it can be repaired economically is another question. Yeah, uh, there's an awful lot of damage. You know, the cruise ships are very finely appointed, uh, and uh, a lot of the uh, interior decoration, artwork, finish work, and whatnot is probably shot. <laughs> and something tells me it would be a really hard sell to get to get passengers back on a ship that they find out was the Concordia. Well, there may be some. Uh, Intrepid souls who yeah. uh, would look forward to riding on that ship, but I think you're right. <laughs> What's the estimated cost of a salvage operation like this? Well, I've been telling everybody I think this is going to go well into nine figures when all said and done. Damn! Bob, they said they're taking off like 2,400 tons of fuel. What do they usually do with fuel when they take it off a ship like that? Well, it can be recycled. Um, if it's uh, this fuel is pr can, uh, if it's not leaking out, there's an indication that the tanks are still tight. And there's nothing really wrong with the fuel. So if they do this properly, and I suspect they will, they'll just simply move the, the oil from one tank to another one on a barge and take it away and give it back to Carnival or, or have them dispose of it by selling it somewhere else. From the Resolve Marine Group in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Mr. Bob Umdenstock, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. My pleasure, gentlemen. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Back again from cruiselawnews.com, Jim Walker. Hey, man. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Good, 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 good. We saw you over the weekend on ABC's 2020 episode regarding the uh, Costa Concordia accident and safety at sea. Do you think the episode was a fair assessment of the cruise industry? 
Well, I, I think it was a, it was a pretty sensational show, quite frankly. But this was a pretty sensational past week with a pretty terrible disaster. So it, it was a bit over the top, to be honest with you. What grounds could passengers file lawsuits on? Well, it looks like there's uh, there's grounds for negligence of the captain, uh, intentional misconduct of the captain. Yeah. And there's some suggestion that the uh, Costa Cochier Company in Genoa, Italy, may have known about these prior showboating incidents. So there's clearly uh, uh, a claim against the operator, operator owner of the ship as well. Well, since the uh, Costa Concordia accident happened in Italy, will legal actions be tried over there or the U.S. courts? Well, there's some attorneys who are touting filing a lawsuit here in Miami. And uh, there's, there's a couple law firms in New York uh, that are planning on, on doing this. Quite frankly, I've never heard of these law firms before. Because it's an Italian ship uh, flagged in Italy, because the company is incorporated in Italy and based in Italy, because the, the, the tragedy happened in Italian waters, and finally, because there's a, there's a phrase, a determined condition and phrase in the passenger ticket, which requires lawsuits to be filed in Italy, it looks like it has to be filed in Italy. So uh, I don't right. know what these other law firms are, are thinking about, quite frankly. Jim Walker from CruiseLawNews.com. Have a good one, man. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. All right, so we've heard from Jim Walker, who generally defends cruise passengers. Let's get a different perspective, one who generally defends cruise lines. Jerry Hamilton, a board-certified admiralty and maritime attorney. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Jerry. Hey, how are you? Very, very good. Now, in the press conference last week, the CEO of Costa basically said it was the captain's fault for the sinking of the Costa Concordia. Do you find that cruise lines take responsibility for accidents, or do they you know, move quickly to shift the blame and pass the, pass the buck? No, I, I think that when they need to take responsibility, they take responsibility. And in this particular disaster, it is still under investigation. Certainly, we've heard all the different news reports about what the captain was doing, what his actions were, but the fact of the matter is that there has been no full investigation of the accident. There's been no conclusions that have been made by any government agency at this point in time. And so we really have to be careful not to judge too quickly. Apparently and obviously there was a, a grave error, whether it was human error, whether it was an error because of a lack of leadership by the, the captain, who knows. But I'm sure that if there is some responsibility to be taken, then the cruise lines and the cruise line industry always steps up and accepts whatever responsibility there is for the safety of the passengers and the crew. We hear that cruise lines intentionally flag their ships in other countries to avoid U.S. Uh, labor laws, etc. Uh, does having the ships register in Nassau or, or other countries really limit lawsuits against the cruise line? Uh, actually, they don't. Uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, if you look at the lawsuits in the United States, there are quite a few lawsuits, uh, in fact, hundreds, if not thousands of lawsuits against cruise lines for various different things, whether it be slip and fall accidents or other accidents that might occur at sea against the cruise lines here in the United States. The cruise lines haven't avoided lawsuits in the United States at all. In fact, where I practice here in Miami, Florida, several of the major cruise lines have lawsuits filed, filed against them right here in this particular jurisdiction. You will find that, of course, 
there are benefits to being flagged in different countries, and that's no different than any other business in the, in the world that seeks to have a tax benefit uh, in, in, in incorporating or in flagging in different countries. But if you look at the Bahamas, for example, where a majority of the fleet of the cruise industry is flagged, and I'm not sure if it's a majority, but quite a bit are flagged, you'll find that the Bahamas has, has very strict maritime regulations with respect to the operations of cruise ships. Not only that, but the Bahamas is also joined with the international community, the United Nations, in passing the International Maritime Organization Safety at Life at Sea regulations, and those also apply to the cruise industry and the cruise ships. So the mere fact that a cruise line is flagged in a different country doesn't mean that there's any compromise of any safety at all. Some maritime lawyers have said that the industry is disaster prone. Do you agree with that? Well, how could, it, how could you say that it's disaster prone? If, if you look at the industry and the track record of the cruise, of cruise line industry on a whole, just look at how many passengers actually go on cruises year in, year out. And, and every year it's been going up. So, for instance, in 2005, there were 14 million passengers, 2006, 15 million passengers. And over a five-year period, nearly 100 million passengers have gone on different cruise ships. And out of 100 million passengers, there have only been 16, one-six deaths related to maritime casualties. Now, I will dare say that there is no other industry that has that safety record in transportation or in tourism. And that is not a disaster-prone industry. Now, you get a lot of press when a disaster happens, the sinking of a ship or the collision at sea or the fires at sea. Generate a lot of press. But if you look at the safety record, the fact is, is that cruising remains to be one of the safest most enjoyable vacations that one can take, uh, whether it be in the United States or in the world. Maritime attorney Jerry Hamilton with us. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Matt. I appreciate it. All right, that's going to do it. Get the latest cruise news on our new and improved website, cruiseradio.net, right there on the homepage. Also, in the upper right-hand corner, sign up for the instant news alerts. We'll simply need your email address. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.